Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools Talk Radio Show. We're on WKRM 103.7 FM. Thanks for joining us today. We are here with... We are here with our Transportation Department Supervisor, Mr. Garth Pinkston, and the do-it-all, dispatcher, safety, answer the phone, everything, Lynn Spears. Welcome, y'all. Good to be here. Thank you for having us. Lynn? Good morning. Good morning. We are going to be covering today a lot of the things that happen in relation to our Transportation Department at Murray County Public Schools. We're going to cover logistics, safety, jobs. We actually need people right now in the transportation department to drive school buses. Hey, Garth, tell me a little bit about our driver need. We have a tremendous need right now. With uh, We always have a need, but uh, this year is exceptionally so. Uh, when Would co- that be due to COVID? Absolutely. Yeah, you were about to say that. Um, big. big because of COVID, uh, when it hit in March, and we had to take a couple weeks off, and then we ended up not going back through the end of the school year, uh, we had a number of drivers that, uh, because of their age, decided, I don't need to risk this, being around people with COVID, and I'm going to retire. So they retired, and uh, that, that hurt us. Another thing that occurred was all of the elective surgeries that, that many people go through were put off. So then once school started, uh, they were able to have those surgeries. And so we ended up with as many as 15 on medical leave for extended periods of time. Some are not going to come back until the end of November. And so that, that has put a big hole and gap in our ability. When we started school, there were zero subs. And we normally try to keep about 10 substitute drivers. So we started out at a deficit right off the bat. All of our office has worked tirelessly because all of us have a CDL license. We've all been driving, and there's only been one person in the office. So what that lends itself to is when people call in wanting to find information, I've got one lady that is in there dedicated to the phone, the cell phone, and the radio dispatch to the bus drivers trying to take care of all that at one time. And let me tell you, they all three are buzzing sometimes at the same time. So it makes it very difficult uh, because of that. That sounds like a very hard job, especially if everybody's out driving bus. Now, Garth, you drive a bus? I've driven a bus all but six days, and this is one of those six days that I have not had to drive. Kudos to you. Lynn, do you end up having to drive the bus a lot? Yes, I've driven, I think, every day since school started, except for maybe three. But now you're role in the transportation department is administrative so you are doing it because we are shorthanded and we need drivers correct okay and and that prevents us from doing uh, the work that we need to do in between that, that delays many things and part of that is some of the state mandated uh, safety and evaluations and evacuations of, of students learning how to evacuate off a bus and and those types of things have been put off and so that's going to compound things in the spring. We're going to have to get all of that done. Wow. There's so much into driving buses, and you have to have a CDL license, correct? Correct. Um, and what are some of the other base requirements in order to be eligible to drive well, a bus? <clears throat> and, and Lynn can answer where I, where I can't. Okay. But uh, we, uh, they have to have a background check. Uh, they have to have a physical uh, they have to have a um, fingerprint. They have to have uh, a motor vehicle uh, uh, check, uh, any accidents or, or tickets and that kind of thing. Uh, and, and, of course, to train for the CDL, they have to go to the motor vehicle and pass a, a written test mm-hmm. before we even can start training. And then once uh, we get a hold of them, we go through uh, four basic facets of, of physical training, um, where they have a lot test where they back the bus up and, and uh, do backing maneuvers. Uh, they do a pre-tripped uh, check on the bus. Uh, of course, they go on the road, and uh, then they have an air brakes test. So all those have to be uh, taught. And uh, then, uh, Lynn, you can talk about you know what you have to do as far as a, a third-party tester. Yeah, I'm a third-party tester, which means I actually give CDLs. So um, once we, we have in-house training, 
Uh, we have a trainer. I used to be the trainer for 25 years. Uh, we've hired a younger little girl to do it now, so she does the training, and I do the testing. So that makes it, um, I'm going to call it a blessing because it's all in-house, and the only thing you go out at the DMV for is to take your written part, and we handle the rest of it. Sounds like there's a lot of hours invested in the training. How many hours would you uh, guess, estimate, or do you know that it takes to become a bus driver? I always tell uh, people that do not have a CDL it's going to take probably a month okay. or weeks. Uh, they're going to have to um, review the an- uh, manuals and um, go over the written part. Um, oftentimes, they don't pass all four parts of the test. They might okay. just miss one. Uh, but they don't have to retake the parts they passed. They'll right. only have to come back uh, a week later and take the part that they missed. Right. So, you know, that takes a little time, and then we have to train them, and they cannot, uh, correct me, Lynn, if I'm wrong, they cannot take the uh, driving test until 14 days after they've taken the, the written test. Okay. So, you know, it's a, it's a time frame of getting all that together. Then what we try to do with the drivers when they are hired uh, they have all this out of the way we try to put them on the bus as a rider Mm -hmm. for a few days then we'll put them on as a driver with a rider with them uh, to help them with uh, students and to help them know where the stops are and that kind of thing and then once they're comfortable with that then we'll we'll turn them loose uh, you know to do it by themselves i was uh thinking about you know how great it would be to be a bus driver i think it would actually be kind of cool that's a big big vehicle um i always thought big wheel driving like truck driving would be kind of cool too but i've never done either um and the fact that you can get a cdl license um within a month where by hiring in with the school district that's pretty cool um what about the the safety parts of this i mean what are the safety requirements um i mean i bet it's really tough as far as the you know, you, 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 Garth, you said something about backing up buses. I was like, well, you got to back buses up? I was not, when, I, when I see them out in the community, they're just going down the roads and stuff. It doesn't look like you'd have to back up much. But I guess if you get into the parking lot situations, you'd have to know how to back the bus up. And that sounds a little harder for me. We prefer they don't back up, and we try to make our routes such that they do not have to back Good. up. Or if they can turn around, you know, we prefer that. We do have some routes that have like three backup areas. Okay, um, that's kind of risky. Yeah, uh, obviously with a bus that's forty six feet long. They're forty six feet long, uh, and and uh, gross vehicle weight about forty six thousand pounds. Only forty six thousand pounds. So uh, hmm. you definitely, you know, as far as safety factor, don't want to uh, run into them. But uh, yeah, the 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 safety is very important. Lynn, if you want to speak to that some more. Well, I, I personally think we do a g- good job of training. Good. Um, uh, we try to make drivers comfortable in training, and I know we take them out on bus routes and pretend we're doing a bus route. Uh, we do take them out, and we back where some buses may have to back. Right. Uh, we do a lot of training on the lot. We set up cones, and we do the backing and all that on the lot. So, um, But... To me, their best training they get is riding with different drivers and see how this driver does and mm-hmm. how this driver does and kind of compare, you know, come back to us and say, well, is this correct? Is this correct? And we can kind of, you know, shuffle around and, and uh, get them on the right track, hopefully. If, if I can interject a little bit as a, as a former coach. And, 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 and you are? And I'm, I'm Coach Mike. Uh, I'm one of the engineers here and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, some most of you know me as Coach Lyle. Uh, Coach edu- Lyle in, in the education area, but uh, here at the radio station, I'm Coach Mike. But as a as a former coach uh, and as a licensed driver, uh, we we found it much more economical for me to drive as a coach. Okay. Uh, then you hear that, coaches paid. out there? So uh, come get your CDL. You know, we absolutely would, we would get a uh, you know we would get what we call an activity bus uh, and stuff when, when they were available. But uh, <laughs> anyway, the backing part that you were talking about it comes more into play when you're transporting teams and stuff like that because the the venues that you're headed to right. don't necessarily always lend themselves for you to pull through. 
So, uh, you know, that, that, that's where I, I did a lot of backing, uh, as a, as a coach, you know, where we would pull into a place, drop the kids off and I said, okay, stick yourself over in that hole over there. And for me to get out, I would have to back myself back right. in. Otherwise we would be there until 1am trying to get, I don't think it's going to gonna be terribly up. difficult to back up a bus. I just, uh, I it's, was thinking you probably wouldn't have to do that very often. But just uh, take your take your car and multiply it by five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sixty four feet long. Um, yeah, I, I actually had a daughter that was in the band, and we I had an opportunity to drive ride on the bus a few times. And, and now that I recall it, um, when you got into the school parking lots for the band, that there was a lot of times when they had to maneuver yeah. in and out of positions and huge blind spots. Yeah, yeah. Huge blind spot. Well, I don't know with the new buses anymore. I, I have a neighbor that drives, and he showed his new bus off to me. You uh, liked it, didn't you? Oh man, it was <laughs> it, it was like you know, three hundred and sixty degrees camera, and and I mean it's it's nice. It's a state. I mean, it was nice. Well, let's like, let's say this right now. Driving a bus is not actually rocket science. It's actually pretty easy to do if you have the abilities and the requirements that to be able to do so. We need bus drivers at Mary County Public Schools. We're not trying to scare you by telling you all these things about backing up and everything and the requirements, but we do need people to come and apply for jobs as bus drivers. You can do that at murrayk12.org under the HR tab of our website, and you can apply online for a job, and you will hopefully get an interview. Garth, do you do the interviewing? <clears throat> I do. I look uh, almost daily uh, on the uh uh, application of uh, Murray County website, and then uh, we pull the application and uh, make an appointment for the people to come in to interview and uh, see what their interest is. Uh, we let them know about uh, the bus driving um, and the things that we've gone over, uh, the safety, and of course our priority is getting the students from home to school and from school to home as safely as possible. Absolutely. Um, let's do we, I think we have time before the break to touch on some of the bus logistics. I heard some numbers one time that made me go, wow. Okay, like, tell me about logistics. Like, how many miles per day? How many buses are on the road? What are the the time frames of a bus driver? I know you they primarily work in the morning and the afternoon unless they need to be special occasions during the middle of the day. Tell me, how many bus drivers, how many buses do we have on the road traditionally during the day? Approximately 140 buses during the day. 140 uh, big yellow school buses. Yes. And uh, we have uh, 199 employees, and uh, that that's quite a crew. Yeah, we have. Um, and uh, we actually, you know, like I say, we don't have that many currently uh, because we've got a gap there. Right. Uh, we've got folks that we need to hire. But uh, uh, normally we have a, a full set of a. 199 full-time employees. Now, we do have some part-timers as well. Okay, that bus number, how many miles do these 140 buses drive per day? Uh, even with COVID, we have to cover the, the, the routes because kids are spread out. Some mm -hmm. are doing remote, uh, and obviously they don't ride, but they have neighbors that are uh, going face-to-face -face at school and have to be picked up. So we're still running the same um, – number of miles which is uh, over 11,000 miles a day 11,000 miles per day yes by 140 buses yes people when you're out on the streets of Murray County be careful around these buses they're hauling precious cargo when you see the stop sign what does that flip out stop sign mean to people on the road that means to stop because we strive to have our kids get off and go to the right-hand side of the bus to go home. However, oftentimes they have to go around the front of the bus and go to the left side, and our drivers are trained to look before they allow the students to go across because we just have so many people that run that stop arm, and my biggest fear is that we're going to have somebody injured or killed. Um, just this past week, uh, three times I had uh, individuals run my stop arm uh, and I got a big air horn on there, and I let them know it. I would, too. But uh, uh, it's a scary thing, um, especially when the kids are already off your bus and that person's coming and you know they're not going to stop. That stop arm means they need to stop. Now, our new buses, as Coach Lyle alluded to, uh, have cameras all the way around, 
we will have the license number and and we will have all the information on that car and the newer buses that uh, we will know who they are and can turn that into the police. Good. But, but the new buses also are very lit up uh, from the back end uh, to the the side arm. Um, and, and we're talking about putting cameras on that uh, uh, stop arm as well. And they do have stop arms that extend out six feet, and uh, they will swing right out where the car would go through. And so if, in if the future... If they decide to run it, they're going to have uh, in the future, incident. Yes, in the future, if they run it, they're going to have a broke windshield. So <laughs> uh, just make people aware they well, need to... Well, I, I wanted to lead into that because it is so important. You know, during the summer, we're like, okay, no school, we can run around and zoom through by the schools and all that. But school is in and the buses are running and the school zones are active and you need to slow down. You need to be cautious. So you might not like that. It slows you down a little bit, but there are children out there. These are precious cargo. We need to be very, very careful when we see our school buses on the road, especially when they have their four-way flashers on or they hit the stop arm, the stop sign uh, that's on their bus. You call it a stop arm? Yes. Yeah. Now, what does it mean solely when a four-way flashers come on, but there's no stop arm? Is that is that happen? Right. Is that different? <clears throat> About 200 feet from where the stop is, we recommend they turn on the four-way flashers. That's to let vehicles know that uh, they're going to stop okay. and let students off. And if they're far enough away, they need to be slowing down. Obviously, if a car is right on the bus when I turn the four-way flasher on, I'm still moving. It's okay for them to go by. But uh, we, we strive to train our drivers to kind of, you know, know. Uh, for example, I see a group of cars coming. I will slow my bus down until those cars are by and before I get to the stop. Then I'll turn the flasher on. So You're not um, holding up as much traffic. Right, right. I'm, I'm trying to prevent an incident from occurring. Uh, once the flashers come on, I completely stop. Then that stop arm comes out. You've got to stop when that happens. Okay, perfect. I, I, I take it to heart because, you know, I've had children growing up, and I have grandchildren that are riding buses right now, and I know the importance of being safe around these drivers, these bus drivers and these buses. So people out there, be careful when you see the big yellow school bus. If it has its flashers on, slow down. If it has a stop sign out, please stop. It is the law. Okay, we are here on the Big Yellow School Bus with our transportation department. Uh, Garth Pinkston is our supervisor. Lynn Spears is the do-it-all dispatcher and safety lead with our transportation department. We'll be back in about two minutes from our break and give you some more information on the transportation department. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on WKRM 103.7 FM. We're here with Lynn Spears, Transportation Department, Dispatcher and Safety Guru, and Garth Pinkston, the Transportation Supervisor. Thanks for coming and joining us today, you guys. Hey, um, we talked a little bit about the safety and the bus driver needs and the logistics and everything. 140 buses is what you said, right? Yes. That's a lot of buses. Where do you guys store these at? Out there on uh, the bus depot at, um, on um, Industrial Park Road? We, we have about 75 buses there. And uh, then in the out county, we have uh, four or five schools that we park buses there. Uh, they fuel there to save money. Uh, we also have uh, people uh, that park their buses at home oh, because cool. their route is nearby. Um, and Say if then, I live in Cullioca and I'm a bus driver, I can right. park right by my at my house. Right, exactly. and then uh, you go to uh, when, when you're at the school dropping off. If you need fuel, you can fuel up there, and it saves us a tremendous amount of money cool. and, and, and travel by doing that. We're in tearing the buses coming back and forth to the bus garage. I think that is so cool. What did you say about? Uh, uh, well, I was just saying my, my next door neighbor is a bus driver. Bus driver. Yes, parked right there in his house. Well, that's cool that they have the ability to do that. So you don't have to have this huge 140-lot um, area out there where you guys work. Um, on the bus logistics, uh, it was about 11,000 miles per day, correct? Correct. That's a lot of miles. And, you know, these buses are on the roads in the mornings. What, are the, when do, what time do they start in the morning? Uh, normally, we don't like them going off the lot before 6 o'clock. Okay. Um, they, they stagger because of the route mm -hmm. uh, where they go. So from 6 to 6.30 approximately. That's when um, they're departing, going the, out the, to do their routes. Depart. 
Um, it's about a two-hour uh, time frame that they work in the morning. Okay. Uh, same in the afternoon, about 2 o'clock, they'll pick their buses up from 2 to 2.30. Uh, they'll go to the school. They'll line up there waiting for the students. And, uh, again, it's about 2, probably 2, 2 and a half in the afternoon, okay. uh, depending on where their route. Probably a little bit more traffic then. Um, so you have a bus driver need um, where we need people to bus train or drive buses, and we'll train you. Right, Lynn will get in there and she'll test you after she has her trainer go through all this stuff with you about a month worth of training to get a CDL. Um, what are some of the perks of being a bus driver? And, and I'm going to say I like kids. I'm a, I'm, I'm a papa, you know. I got grandkids, so for me, I can get them over the weekend, and my whole world revolves around what can I do with my my six year old, my seven year old, my nine year old uh, grandkids, you know. I love kids, so there's got to be this love affair with a, the the fact that you can have all these kids driving uh, riding on your bus and be that much appreciated. Lynn, tell us a little bit about the perks of being a bus driver. Well, you have to love love it and and have the passion for it to do it. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, and Garth can tell you, most of our bus drivers are very very passionate about their job. Love the kids. Uh, we pay attention. If we pull up to a stop and a parent's not there and we know that that parent's there, something's not right, then we're making phone calls. Where, where's the parent? We're looking for them. Um, oh, you mean like on dropping off at the end of the day and dropping stuff? Dropping off, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, we love we love your kids. We, we love them or we wouldn't do it. Absolutely. I mean, you know. It, it's like, no, the bus drivers typically drive the same route all the time. So if I'm assigned to a, a certain school, I mean, it, typically I would, if I'm in Kalioka, I'm going to deliver typically. and take home Kalioka students, unless there's a need for me to help out somewhere else, correct? Which has been a big need this year. Right, because uh, we do need bus drivers we, and we have a shortage. We've been running uh, a ton of double routes, and uh, we've had to park buses because we don't have drivers for right. them and, and, and double up. But uh, getting back to the perks, you know, you're talking about being a grandparent. I, I have eight grandchildren, and uh, I go to pick these kids up when I have to drive. And, boy, those elementary kids, even though they can be kind of active in the afternoon, some of those kids are so cute. I mean, <laughs> you, you, and, and that's why I tell the driver. You must be picking up my, my grandkids. <laughs> ah, absolutely. Uh, but I tell the drivers, build that relationship with your kids, and when you do, you're going to have less discipline issues. Right. I've had kids, even though I'm substituting, come to me and start conversation, you know, asking about me, ask my name and that type of thing. I do the same with them. So when you do that, you build that relationship, and it's kind of cool. And 60% of our drivers are, are, you know, in the 60, 70 age range. Right. They're, they're grandparents. They're, they're, they're yeah. grandparents. They're retired people, and they have a lot of patience with the kids, and, and we appreciate that. I think I would – probably love to be a bus driver as long as you put me with elementary school yeah because that's where i would probably have the most fun um greeting the kids and having a good time i'm sure i could handle the middle in high school but i would probably really love to be uh, an elementary school bus driver you get more response from them um high school kids get on and with the technology they're pretty quiet which they're is, on their which, phones which is good they're on their their headsets and their phones uh middle school uh, all three age groups are, are very different yeah and we have drivers that like all three age groups i have a granddaughter that's in middle school and and um one of the things that we agreed and i'm helping out with is they got her a cell phone um because she's now in middle school and i can imagine when she gets she rides the bus with Orn, and I imagine she gets on the bus. First thing she does is she gets on her phone. I'm, I'm almost certain of it because I get text messages. You know, hey, are we doing anything this afternoon? <laughs> she wants to know what's going on. You know, she's always texting Papa, and I love that. Another, another perk here is that because it's only two hours in the morning and two in the afternoon, there's space in between, so you can do other things. We have people that are cashiers. We have people that are bank tellers. We have people that... Are, are installing windows. They do all kinds of things in between. And, and, and another perk is we pay full ins health insurance. Ah, yes. So that four hours gives them full health insurance, 
and working 20 hours a week as a bus driver, they cannot get full health insurance anywhere else working 20 hours. So that takes care of their health insurance, and then they can do another job in between to make supplemental income. That's like a whole nother paycheck. Sure. If you do not have health insurance and you need a, a, a really good part-time job that has full coverage health insurance, you may want to consider um, contacting Mary County Public Schools to be a, a bus driver. Um, you can apply online at murrayk12.org under our HR tab. That is huge. Um, benefits, having benefits, and only having to work part-time to receive them. I have a friend that is a bus driver, and he has his own business, but it was really advantageous for him to be able to get insurance through being a bus driver. So he now has two jobs. He has his job that he's been doing for a long time, and now he does morning and afternoons with the school district as a bus driver, and because of that, now he has full coverage health insurance. Very good. Yeah, one thing I'd like to add as far as the one of the perks and, and, and stuff like that is uh, because of the cargo you're carrying and stuff, uh, when you're driving, you're driving one of the safest vehicles on the road. Uh, I, I oh, we always nicknamed our bus the Sherman Tank. The Sherman Tank, uh, yeah. because it, it's going to take a massive, massive collision to really do a whole lot of damage to it, and uh, and even at that, the way the buses are designed, they, you know, the, the kids, the drivers actually sit up high, so you're mm-hmm. above most bumper levels, right, and, and stuff like that. The the buses are uh, again heavy and, and, and stuff like that, so uh, you're driving a very, very safe vehicle and then the newer buses like we said you got cameras everywhere that's so good to you, know so you you're you know the, the the traditional problem with the blind spots and the scary spots and stuff like that i've pretty well been eliminated excellent with that and stuff but it, it is a very very you know even our older buses <laughs> i'll put it that way even our older buses are very very safe vehicles and you can feel very very safe while you're at you as long as you you know operate it like you've been trained uh, follow you follow the rules and follow the protocols you're supposed to be following. Uh, your bus is going to take care of you, right? And, and that's uh, to me that was that was one of the things I made my teams ride the bus to the games. Now we had logistics with parents and stuff like that after the games, but I wanted my team getting to wherever we were playing in one piece, and that was the one way I could ensure it was that I had a very safe vehicle. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know that I was in control of, and and you know, as the coach, I was liable for the kids' safety. I wanted them on that bus because it was a very safe way to get there. That reminds me when uh, my kids were in high school and doing sports, and we were going to the games, away games. They were required to ride the bus to the ve- to the venue, and yes. then you would check them out as a parent with the bus driver and the administrator and say they're going to ride home, we're going to go grab yeah. some ice cream or whatever it is. And a lot of coaches do. make them ride back, as well, you know, especially with football because you got a lot of equipment issues and stuff. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it was – the safety factor was one of my biggest factors for my rules. Right. Uh, I was saying, you're riding the bus to the game. Safety is a number and one so, priority so. at Murray County Public Schools. In the schools, on the buses, in the transportation department, it is all part of the, the, the process that we have here. You know – one of the other perks of the job, um, you know, we said that it, number one, you get a great relationship with the children that you get to um, transport back and forth. Um, you get um, health insurance as a part-time employee. You get full health insurance, which is an, an added paycheck. Um, how much does a bus driver start out at at Murray County Public Schools? Sixteen fifty-three an hour, and that's get, not bad. And they get uh, four hours pay uh, per day on that. You know, is it hourly if they end up taking six hours because of traffic or whatever, or is it just well, a, like a salary of four they're, hours They're day? paid four hours. Four hours. Uh, if they go beyond that, then uh, they, they get overtime, and because of the COVID and so many are running double routes, right. we're, That's what we're, I was we're paying wondering. a lot of overtime right now to our okay. drivers. Uh, they also get paid for any extracurricular uh trips that they take, you know, football, basketball, whatever trips. Yeah, transporting students to a special event. Stuff like that, so you get paid for that as well. We have midday runs where students are are co-oping to uh, uh, business uh, work sites. Okay. Uh, We also have tutoring in the uh, evenings. Lynn Lynn oversees that uh, where they uh, uh, pick up kids that are tutored after hours at school, and then they deliver uh, those students home. That's through a grant. And uh, so, th- so that is paid for, but the drivers are paid through that grant. So, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Bus drivers get paid fifteen sixty two an hour to start. Sixteen. Sixteen fifty three. $16.53 per hour to start. They get full benefits. Apply online at murrayk12.org. If you're interested in being a bus driver at Murray County Public Schools, the pay is decent. The benefits are awesome. It's full benefits. <clears throat> um, while you're on a, <clears throat> excuse me, while you're on a bus and you're transporting the students, um, how hard is it to deal with the student conduct? I mean, is there anything that um, pops out of your mind that you need to share with our audience about, you know, etiquette and, you know, maybe that their parents could um, share with the students, you know, hey, I make sure you're doing this. I heard on the radio that um, this is, should be part of your, your etiquette for riding a school bus. Do you want to share any of that? Um, of course, we sub a lot, Garth and me and the other girls. So we're on different buses daily. Some buses you can drive and you never say a word. It's just peaceful. Some buses you drive, it's constant. <laughs> so, it, it, and, and generally, it just, uh, the, the high school students, they get on and they have their cell phones. They're the quietest ones Correct. of all. You, they just yes. get on the bus, they sit down, and they wait to be dropped off. Right. Where the younger kids, they have an activity level where they, they're used to doing stuff and they're used to talking and they're used to um, having fun. Is that where you would probably have to maybe as a bus driver say, hey, 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 back there in seat six, you need to settle down or something right, like that? Right, absolutely. Biggest thing, our, our kids need to uh, face the front in their seats, stay in their seats, uh, keep the aisleway open. So often they'll want to sit sideways and talk to someone, and we're trying to get students off if they're coming from the back of the bus. They can't get through all these legs that are in the, the aisleway. Uh, it's, it's a safety issue because if we have to stop fast, uh, they're sideways and they'll, you know, hit. Now, these seats are high and they're padded, so that's a safety factor. In fact, it makes it difficult when you have a noisy group of kids, especially elementary, you can't see any of them. <laughs> now, if you see them, you know they're standing up right. and you can get on to them. But, uh, uh, I was it, just it, thinking that when you said the seats were high. Well, how do you know you have kids then? Yeah. Uh, uh, but middle school and high school, you, you can pretty well see the kids uh, even above the seats. So. so with the seats being high and you have elementary children in there, you know they're there because you can hear them. Right, right. Because they like to make more noise. So we just, uh, you know, we try to instruct our drivers. And, and look, these, these drivers are not teachers. They come from manufacturing and other types of jobs where they have not dealt with students per se. And parents need to understand that. Um, but we try to instruct them as, as how to get their kids' attention from the beginning, have rules, uh, go over those rules, um, especially for safety, keep them seated, keep them facing forward. Um, don't get up until the bus stops and the door opens to, to disembark. And then when you're coming, uh, getting on the bus, you know, wait for that driver to, to signal you uh, because they're looking in the mirrors to make sure, you know, you're not going to get run over. Absolutely. Um, how important is it is for as a parent or guardian to know the school bus number? Because I get a lot of calls and emails about, like, I don't know my school bus number. And how would people find out this information? I know we have a portal on our website where you can enter, enter an address, but it, it doesn't always work unless you hit the address exactly as it's listed in the system. So how would people learn more about their bus number and, and routes and stuff like that? That they can call us, but, <clears throat> you know, a lot of parents are home when uh, we arrive with the bus or they put the kids on the bus, their uh, cars parked with the kids, especially when it's raining. They just need to jot that number down. Now, because of this year, we've had to shift. Mm -hmm. and so sometimes may be a different bus. We'll, sometimes we'll have a bus that uh, has to go pick up another route, and, and that may not be the same number. But we try to uh, – they, they need to call the school – because we informed the school that bus so and so is going to take the place of another bus. Okay. So so and and we'll inform the school that they may be a little later getting home and parents okay. call us to say where is the bus and we can look it up and let them know where where the bus is is traveling. In my neighborhood every morning I see a bus come by right about the same time I'm leaving for work and it has this really cool advertisement for one of our local dealerships, Stan McNabb Chevrolet. 
how do you get one of these great ads on one of our school buses? That is so cool that you can put a driving billboard during the school year in our community. We have a gentleman out of Murfreesboro, and Lynn knows more. She, he likes to talk, so she she's real good buddies with him. There you go, but, Lynn. But he tries to put ads on buses that will be in that area of that business. Okay. Uh, and, for example, he doesn't want to put a Spring Hill ad in Columbia. He tries to, you know, right. uh, fix them so that the ads are, you well, know, somewhere I always else. talk to Trey McNabb, the owner of Stan McNabb. I said, man, I see your advertisement almost every day. Good job. And, and that actually helps bring in revenue for the school district yes. and the transportation department. So how would you go about let, – let, let's share something right now real quick before we move on. And I'll, I'll say this again before the show ends. In order to contact our Murray County Public Schools Transportation Department, you can call 388-2437. 3232. That's 388-2432. 2432. Garth's got it right. I had it wrong. Again, that's numbers 388-2432. 388-2432. I say it a lot of times because it's easier to remember. All right, so – um, Lynn, tell us about these driving billboards that we're seeing on our school buses. Um, we have a guy named Todd Isaac. Um, he puts those on. And I get so a lot of emails from Todd. Todd. Yeah. And if you're interested, you can call any of us girls at the office. Um, and in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you everybody's name. Okay. Um, and he's real good at about putting them on and putting them on in your area, like Garth said. If you have a business in Columbia, he'll... Put your ad where it's going to be seen, where that bus route runs. He wants to know where that bus route goes for this ad. So we can get that all figured out if you're interested. Well, that's twice in a row that um, I've shouted out for Stan McNabb. But we have a lot of great companies, a lot of great supporters of Mary County Public Schools that are running ads in our school buses right now. Thank you if you're running an ad in our school buses. It's much appreciated. We're glad you're doing it. If you want to get an ad on there, contact Lynn at or anybody in the office at 388-2432, they can guide you in the right direction. We are, we're about ready to head into a break here, but Lynn, let me let you do some shout-outs. Okay. I love shout-outs because sometimes people don't get enough recognition for all the hard work they do. So, Lynn, give us some shout-outs. Okay, of course, you know, Garth Pinkston is our supervisor. Go, Garth. We, we really like him. Um uh, we have Christy Rochester. She is our chief dispatcher. Garth is turning red, by the way. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, she's the chief dispatcher and does. What was her name, Christy? Christy Rochester. Rochester. Uh, she um, does the personnel, uh, helps Garth with hiring and interviews All and right. situations. Uh, we have Janet Norman. Uh, she does the routing. I've talked to Janet a few times. Uh-huh. She's very, very helpful yes. on the phone. Uh, we have Marilyn Quirk. And she does uh, special ed and dispatching. I haven't uh, talked to Marilyn. Marilyn Quirk. Quirk. And okay. then we have uh, Shelby Spear. She's our new trainer and dispatcher. And then, of course, Shelby Spear is the one that trains, and then you do the testing. Right. All right. This is just a shout-out to some of the administrators behind the scenes that help run the Murray County Public Schools Transportation Department. And we have about 100 a normal number would be about 199 school bus drivers. And, and attendants are included in that. And attendants. A- every special ed uh, bus has an attendant on that bus. Okay, there's, so there's a there's, driver and a, an attendant. There's 28 of those buses, I believe. Okay, cool. Um, mechanics, I mean, to service the buses, that, keep them all operational? The, the mechanics are separate from us. Okay. Uh, they're up under the city, but... Uh, uh, Ronnie Sprague uh, runs uh, that program, uh, and he has, I believe, six mechanics that work for him. Yeah, I can uh, imagine with that many buses, you've f- got to have some busy mechanics. Five of them are devoted to uh, bus maintenance. Uh, one does the uh, EMS and uh, uh, sheriff's patrol cars. Uh, so we work, you know, we're all housed there together. Also, the county uh, road department is is housed at our facility. They're in a separate building, but okay. uh, they're there as well. Yeah, yeah I, I, I walked in there one day, and it was during the summer, and I kind of got lost walking around, and I seen some mechanics working hard, and I was like, man, I have no idea where I'm going. Right. But I finally got guided in the right we're, direction. That was when we were doing our food drive. We're um, off of uh, 1216 Industrial Park Road. Okay. Uh, that's where our facility is located. All right. 
Well, you're on the big yellow school bus um, with the Transportation Department, Lynn Spears, and Garth Pinkston. We will be back in a moment. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. We are here with the Murray County Public Schools Transportation Department's Lynn Spears, Dispatcher and Safety Coordinator, and Garth Pinkston, the Transportation Supervisor. Hey, last week, I think it was last week, wasn't it, uh, the Bus Driver Appreciation Week? Yes, that was so cool, seeing these photos and these recognitions across our district. It seemed like every school did something special for their, their bus driver. Um, in fact, our bus driver advertisement that's on our social media right now is a direct reflection of some of those appreciations. Tell us a little bit about what happened last week that you know about. Well, I'll, I'll let Lynn speak, but I, I personally, driving the bus, got a bag of goodies. Like and some I, chocolate? Oh, man, yes. It was awesome. Uh, I love chocolate. And, and I, I don't know all the schools that were involved. Most of them were. Um, there, there were things that the kids, the elementary kids made, uh, th- little cards, uh, thanks of appreciation. They did by hand. Uh, we got goodies. Um, there were just all kinds of things that the schools did to recognize the drivers, and they were so appreciative of that. Yeah, I believe you sent me something about that, and I put it in our weekly newsletter. We have a weekly newsletter that goes to all the teachers and staff in the district, and we told them about the upcoming uh, Bus Driver Appreciation Week. And so Garth got chocolate. I'm kind of jealous I didn't get any (laughs) chocolate. But it is Halloween time, so I should be able to get some chocolate now, at least for my grandkids. Lynn, what did you I got some little notes from the kids. I've been driving a bus at Brown Elementary, so I got little notes from kids. I mean, some of the schools went really out real good for it. And um, and Garth and I can tell you from driving a different bus every day, we can't thank our bus drivers enough. So parents, students, public, thank your bus driver. I mean, when they don't have to have a thank you but it's sweet and nice when they get one. I mean, it's, it's a hard job, uh, but they love it. And when you have a child that gets off your bus and says, thank you for bringing me home, that's special. Absolutely. Let, let me just say this. <clears throat> I've been a teacher for, uh, I was for 37 years and an administrator. And as a teacher, you're facing uh, maybe 30 kids. Bus drivers have their back, some of them, to 60 students on a bus. Mm-hmm. Now, you try to drive a bus with traffic in Spring Hill and Columbia with 60 kids behind you that you can't necessarily see them all the time. You have to look in the mirror to right. see what's going on. So, you know, take that into consideration next time you see a bus driver that may move over the line a little bit. Or well, uh, I'm going to say thank you to you both because you're both are bus drivers right now because right, we, are right. short of, we are in need of bus drivers, and so Jack, you guys I are filling in. I won't forget when Garth became – he started out as our trainer. He came in one day, and he, he just looked at us, and he said, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no idea to how great it was. And how much was involved, I'm sure. Oh, that's absolutely right. And the thing is, is as we've driven every day, it's not like just subbing here and there where I I did that before and the kids don't know you. But now that you build those relationships with the kids uh, and and they cooperate with you, man, it it makes it so much easier, uh, much more enjoyable. I bet it does. I, I can see the big value in becoming a bus driver. Um, whether it be um, full-time, part-time. You do need part-time and substitute bus Absolutely. drivers also. Um, is it the same pay scale that we discussed earlier for like somebody yes. that wants to be a substitute bus yes. driver that's a, that has not a full availability but says, hey, I can do it once right. in a while? Right, it's a per hour. And, right. and, and do they get any insurance if they're just a sub-bus driver? Uh, part-time, uh, which means they don't work every day, they mm-hmm. do not. Okay, so in order to get the full insurance benefit, you, you have to become to a, a right. four-hour-per-day full-time bus right. driver. That's kind of cool that you can be a full-time insurance recipient for just, what, 20 hours a week. Right. But some drivers, that's what they want to do. They they don't need the insurance because they're getting it as a re- retired teacher, right. Mike, or <laughs> as... Mike, do you get yours? <laughs> what? I'll, just, I'll just get my insurance. Oh, right. sure. Okay, good. Sure. Or manufacturing... 
you know, they still have their health insurance through that, so they don't need our health right. insurance, and they don't want to work the whole time. So they will plug in, and, and, and we need those drivers as well. Some of my retired friends from General Motors are, are bus drivers or Correct. were bus drivers. I hope some of them are still with you. Um, they don't need necessarily the health insurance that's offered because they have retiree benefits that include full coverage health insurance. So this is just something I, I imagine they do because they enjoy it, and it's always a little extra income too. Yes. Jack, yeah. let me yeah. say, you have to be – I started driving a school bus at 21. Wow. I and thought you were only 22. I, I am. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but now you have to be 25. Oh, okay. You have, you have to be 25 years old to be able to drive a school bus. Yes. So if you're interested in the job, you can visit murrayk12.org and apply, but you must be 25 years old to be able to drive a school bus. If you do not have a CDL, we will train you for your CDL. You will have to pay a small fee for the CDL. It's less than $100, um, and all the training is included, and you're, I, I'm assuming when you're in training, you're getting paid. Yes. Yeah. Once you're on so the bus. Right. Once you're interviewed and hired, you'll go through training, extensive training to be a bus driver so you can do it safely and get the kids back and forth safely. The the whole idea that you can get a CDL training basically for free is really cool because I, I know if I wanted to go out and become a truck driver, I'd have to pay a lot of money to some co company to be able to train me to get my CDL. So the fact that we do that internally here is really cool. Yeah, the, the other thing is that if if you're a civic, and, and I will say this, our bus drivers are very civic-minded and stuff like that. If you're civic-minded, that CDL can help you in other ways. If you, uh, uh, For instance, I drive for our church occasionally. I, we have a bus that, that, I, that I'm licensed to drive now and stuff like that. Uh, with the gaps and the hours, you know, the, the fact you're only working basically two, two and a half hours in the morning and afternoon, uh, your license actually – certifies you to drive anything short of a semi wow uh so you know if if, if there's a local trucking you know, local delivery company that would allow you to work right. you know kind of let you go go drive your bus and then do your deliveries in between stuff like you're licensed to drive like i said anything short of a semi so uh, to drive a semi drive. is a different cdl the, the cdl for a semi is a class a okay the cdl for school bus or dump truck, any anything less than a semi is a Class B. Okay. That's what we give. So you get a Class B CDL. And if you're a retired truck driver with a Class A, you're come yeah. and see us. All you have to have is a PNS endorsement to drive students. Okay, cool. And that's all, uh, much less training. And it's, it's enjoyable work. It's, it's, it's great hours. I mean, if you don't mind being up in the morning at 6 to get that bus going, get it fired up, take, go pick up some students, and then take most of the day off. And then come back in the afternoon, make sure you get them home safely. It sounds like a great gig, and especially. You the, and you get the days off that the kids get off. You know, when the this kids, is true. snow days, the summer days and stuff like that, those are your days off too. That's another big perk. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good perk too. I um, Summer vacation. My daughter's a teacher in, in, um, north of Knoxville in Anderson County. And one of the things she loves about teaching is she loves the summer weather and, and hanging out at the beaches and pools, et cetera. So she loves the fact that she has some time in the summer. Her husband's a little jealous, but, I mean, for her it works out really well with all those extra hours. And bus drivers get all those perks too, right? right. Yes, and they also get 20 sick days a year. So, you know, that's, uh, and, and those are paid for. Any they don't use, we pay for those uh, unused sick days as well. And did, you, know, you don't probably don't get those right away, do you? You probably have to, no, you have to earn those. <coughs> you yeah. have to build up. Yeah, build up your get sick days. 10 sick days and 10 vacation. And if you don't use them, if you don't use them throughout the mm -hmm. year, then you get paid another month's pay the month of June. Nice. So, so there's, an incentive. there's some really great incentives and perks to showing up to work every day and not using your your thing right. your vacation time. Um, so you can actually make extra money that way too. I, I just can't tell you enough how great it is that you can get full time or full health care by being a part time bus driver, and the pay is over fifteen dollars an hour. And again, you can apply for a bus driver position at Murray County Public Schools by visiting murrayk12.org under the HR section of our website. This is um, something that is desperately needed right now. We're short on uh, drivers. COVID has um, caused us to lose some drivers and who retired, as you said earlier, right. Gareth. The, the biggest thing, I think, for us, <clears throat> we're aging. 
and we we've talked about this the last couple of years. We really need people in that 25 to 45 age range, uh, and and like I say, they can do other jobs in between. Right. But we really need that. Uh, we we had a driver retire this year that had been there 46 years. Wow. And and to do that, you've got to start pretty young. And uh, we're not going to see that right now with with uh, the current staff that we have. So you can be a bus driver at Mary County Public Schools, work four hours a day, and be eligible for full retirement, just like you worked a full-time job? Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. That's another perk. That's a huge perk. Did you hear that, folks? You can... Drive school bus for Mary County Public Schools, put in your time, I think it's a minimum of five years. Yes. And you'll be eligible for a pension. So this man that worked 40 years, he worked part-time for 40 years, and now has a full pension. Yes. That is wonderful. That is that is amazing and wonderful. You know, being a bus driver is a good thing. Um, let's touch, before we leave today, one more time on the safety part of a bus. This big yellow school buses are on the road. When you see them, slow down, be cautious, be careful. If they put out their flip-out stop sign, please stop. It is the law. If they hit their far-away flashers, be aware that they're going to be stopping or slowing down. Let me say this. One of the biggest complaints, excuse me, one of the biggest complaints that we get is bus driver pulled out in front of me. I don't know, you know, a 46-long 46,000-pound vehicle cannot go from 0 to 60 in, or 0 to 55, actually. Or 0 to 30. Yeah, in, uh, you know, 4.5 seconds. Right. Um, They try to judge uh, the speed of the traffic. And as you know, Highway 31 North is quite quick. Mm -hmm. So as they pull out of subdivisions there, they try to make sure that it's a safe uh, distance. But by the time they pull out and get up to speed, these cars are right on them and get get aggravated because they have to brake and and slow down. So what you're saying is they're not really pulling out in front of you. They're pulling out and they're judging their distance to have a safe distance. They may slow you down because the bus does not have rocket fuel. Correct. It does not. Just stop and let us out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Just stop. We got 60 kids behind us. Absolutely. Stop and let us out. (laughs) Remember that when you see that big yellow school bus on the road in Murray County Public Schools. It's hauling precious cargo. It's hauling up to 60 children. When you complain that it pulled out in front of you, it can't go any faster than it's going the bus driver, I am sure, has the pedal to the metal trying to get that bus moving onto that highway and, and as fast as he can. It, remember, it's a big 46,000 pound, 46,000? Yes. 46 feet long? Yes. I like it, the 46s. And it is hauling precious cargo. You know, guys, thanks for coming into the Big Yellow School Bus and talking about Big Yellow School Buses. We appreciate buses. it very much. Um, I can't say uh, I, how much I appreciate the job that you guys do for our county and for our families and for our children. It's a really, really important job. We need bus drivers. Go online, murrayk12.org, and apply today. I'm Jack Cobb, Communications Director, Murray County Public Schools. You're with the Big Yellow School Bus. Thanks for joining us. We'll be with you next week.